Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Thursday, March 9th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And we've got a little bit to get to today. Uh, not a lot of news, but we got a couple listener questions to go with too. Uh, but first off... The 2009 Wonder Woman animated movie is apparently getting an R-rated director's cut. Uh, this showed up on FilmRatings.com, and it's basically it makes it sound like it's an edited version, obviously, of the Wonder Woman film, and it is going to be rated R for some violence. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. So the funny thing is, when I just like at a glance, when I first saw this news story. I thought it was like the new the the new Wonder Woman. They had already announced an R-rated director's cut, like right. the live action film. And I'm like, what? How? Um, yeah, okay. That's what a lot so, of people thought, actually. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I think that's understandable. But yeah, eight years later, come back to the animated movie. I don't know. It's it's it'll be cool that there'll be more footage. Obviously, I don't I don't think there's going to be less of a movie to watch now. Um, I am interested, like how much they actually are putting back in and how violent that part of it had to have been to get them an R rating. But it's, I don't know the the last couple R rated animated movies. I thought that they, it was probably borderline PG 13. It probably could have easily been PG 13. So I, I have a feeling this will be kind of similar. Yeah. So for me, I personally, I, I don't, it doesn't excite me really. Like they're getting an R rated version of that. I think it's more for, marketing and and what i do like about it is if it gets more uh interest in this film because it is a really good one that Mm -hmm. unfortunately we haven't really seen a sequel to or apparently didn't get good enough sales to get more even though this is one of the best received if you know if you ask anybody about the dc animated movies this is one of their favorite ones but when it comes to content i mean it was a pg-13 film and it was close to r as it was um uh, mm-hmm. you'll see beheadings in this some blood and that was in the pg-13 version and it's not tonally very different from like what we talked about with justice league dark or or something like that so um i don't know i'm assuming this is just footage that they had from back then that they took out to get a pg-13 rating i'm assuming mm-hmm. um it could be new footage i don't know but yeah I, i'll probably watch it but I, I don't think it'll make a huge difference for people who have already seen it. Yeah. It's just, like you said, it's a nice way to get people talking about this movie since the new, the live action one is coming out. Agreed. All right. Uh, next up, Adam West is going to guest star on Powerless. And this is Entertainment Weekly is reporting this. Uh, if you remember in the pilot, he narrated the Wayne Security commercial. Uh, but he's going to play Dean West, chairman of Wayne Industries. Well, it's about time. I think right. we, we were both excited. Uh, you know, we both talked about how we'd like to see him on the show after watching the pilot. So yeah, it's about time. I think we're. I'm. I'm very excited to see him. Interesting that he's playing Dean West. Like gives him the West name. Um, yeah, I thought it would have been cool to see him somehow related to Van Wayne or something like that. Uh, yeah. But having him be on the a chairman of the Wayne Industries is a really cool thing, and I'm I'm pretty excited for that. Yeah, we I, we've both said that they need to get him on the show like he would be perfect for it and so i'm glad that they are doing that yeah and i'm hoping i'm hoping that it leaves it open for a recurring role and not just a one-off thing but i guess we'll wait and see 
So on to a, a Twitter question from at Salvatore underscore chief. Who would you like to see as a villain in the Flash movie? Grodd, Reverse Flash? Okay, so if I had to pick from one of those two, I would pick Reverse Flash. Um, I'm just not sure. You don't have to. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, just if, you're, if I'm answering your question, Salvatore Chief, I would, and picking from the two that you think, I would pick Reverse Flash. Um, Reverse Flash could work pretty well, I think, in a movie, but... I'm not sure I want to see it in the first Flash movie. So this is me wishing that there's going to be more Flash movies, and I would I would save Reverse Flash for a later one. Um, Grodd, I don't know if I'd want to see him as the the main villain of a live action Flash movie. I don't. I, there's a lot I would like to see before that. So I, I hope that they they just bring in like a good portion of the Rogues because I don't I don't know if how many of them I would want as just like one one villain at a time i'd like to see a, maybe a couple villains for flash and then yeah reverse flash i think it would it would make it would make it harder to make a lighter toned movie not that it would be impossible but i think it would work better for maybe a later film that isn't going to be quite much of a, a comedy as i hope the first movie is yeah that's that's a good point because a lot of like and I, I mean if you're thinking of the best reverse flash stories they can be pretty dark and dark and serious for a flash story um i guess this depends on what kind of movie they want to make and i heard something a while back um i've seen it a few places i don't remember where i first saw it but like that the flash should be sort of the back to the future of superhero movies yeah and i've sort of got that idea stuck in my head i don't think every every flash story has to be a time travel story but I think mm. that's one thing that separates Flash and could make it a really unique movie. Um, you know, basically he gets thrown into a different timeline and needs to fix it, something like that. Or he gets thrown in a different universe and needs to get back. Um, that's tricky when you're dealing with, like, his relationship with Iris. You know, can there be any development if it's in a different universe or, or timeline or, or something like that? But I kind of want to see that one, one way or the other. And... um to me, that only makes sense for another speedster to be the villain, uh, yeah. with it with it being Reverse Flash. Um, but I'd like to see them set him up as sort of a Reverse Flash as sort of a recurring villain. Yeah, definitely. And um, one other thing that, that the Twitter question mentioned was the pot potential action scenes fr from a speedster, uh, speedster on speedster violence, if you will, sort of yeah. like what Feora did in Man of Steel, only even faster. Uh, that would be really cool to see. So I think a speedster would be a good choice. Yeah. I mean, we're definitely going to see speedster action. But yeah, like you said, or like the Twitter question asked, seeing multiple speedsters together, that would be pretty cool to see with a big budget effects. I mean, I think the Flash TV show does a pretty good job of it. It looks really cool. So just ramp up that budget like 100 times and it could be, I don't know if it'll be 100 times cooler, but it definitely would be cooler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, this has made me think like, what, okay, would you ever, would you want to see Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang in the, the Flash movies at some point? Yeah, I don't, I don't, yes, in sort of a, a small cameo role or, you know, if they do have the rogues, that would be cool to see him as part of that. I could see something like the opening scene in a Flash movie, uh, Captain Boomerang's out trying to steal stuff again and we just get to see the Flash stopping him. And so we get yeah. a little fun look at the day in the life of the Flash before it gets into like the heavy part of whatever the main story is. Yeah, that's exactly what I'd like to see too. So 
cool. All right, and so our our last thing is another Twitter question. This is from Bobby Klaus One. Um, any of these actresses you think will make a great Catwoman? And they list Naomi Harris, Ruth Nega, and Paul Patton. Or sorry, Paula Patton. <laughs> yeah, that's probably that's probably much different. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm I not don't... sure Paul Patton would fit in the suit. <laughs> so I haven't had anyone that really jumps out to me as Catwoman. Um, mm-hmm. Catwoman and and Poison Ivy also are sort of harder harder roles to cast because it's it's sort of a very specific type of character and unless you've seen them play that role before it's sort of tough to project uh i don't know these are some good actresses so i I wouldn't be disappointed uh like like i've seen ruth nega and some things but i don't know if i've i've seen she's a really good actress but i don't know if i've seen her like as catwoman like being yeah. Catwoman because it's tricky to pull off Catwoman without being too campy or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure she could she could pull it off, but um, yeah. The this, other thing is she's 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 five foot three, which I mean, I know that they can they can work around that pretty easily, but at the same time, it's just I don't know. To me, at least personally, Catwoman is tall, and five foot three is hard to make look tall in any situation. I think sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, I know I don't. Paula Patton's a favorite. I think she would be a pretty good choice um, for a mm-hmm. lot of people. So good names here. I I really couldn't guess who is ultimately going to be Catwoman. Yeah, yeah. If any if, if any one of those got announced as Catwoman, it would be a great thing. So right. All right. Well, that is all we've got for today. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and dcdailydrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.